Welcome back to the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Thompson, and thanks for connecting with us again. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be sharing our second episode in the series highlighting the work of the service coordinators at ES. For those of you who may be new to our podcast series or you're new to the ES community, let's talk a moment about the work of the service coordinators. The service coordinators are a key part of the system that ES has set up to provide comprehensive support for the participants in the programs offered by ES. In this episode of the podcast, recorded on-site at the offices of ES, we'll be talking with Alan Fisher, who's had the opportunity to get to know many of the members of the ES community during his time with the company. And as you'll hear, Alan enjoys building relationships with the folks that he helps through his work at ES. Tell me about the role of the service coordinator. As I look at it, it's one of the most important positions at ES because of the fact that you have the direct contact with the folks that are in the driver's seat. Absolutely, yeah, we're the business partner, if you will. We partner with the contractors and owners. We're their liaison with the motor carrier if they're having any issues with any types of communication with the motor carrier, whether it be a load paying out or not being able to contact dispatch, or if even internally they think there's an issue with their settlements, we're their liaison for everybody, right. their support. Well, that's it. You're basically the lifeline out there. You guys are a touch point. And that's one of the things in my view of being around trucking for 25 years that makes ES unique is that ES has this layer, as you said, if there's something that comes up, I can call Alan, I can call Colby, I can call Patrick, I can call David, I can call any member of that service coordinator team and I can start to get answers. That's right. The contractors, owners at the truck level, they know they have a real person that they can call that's looking out for them, wants to help them, support them, want to see them succeed. So if they need any help at all, that's not just a number they're calling or an email address that they're sending a message to. We know each other, we have the relationship, and they know that we can go do whatever kind of work is needed to help them. And the fact is that you guys have a lot of experience in trucking, correct? Take us back through your experience prior to joining ES. Before coming to ES, I worked at a trucking company for almost 20 years. I was there 18 years. I got hired to drive a truck, run a route, ran several different routes for the company, worked my way up to finally being a fleet supervisor and manager for a whole section of the trucks for the company. But before that, trucking, I guess, is kind of in my blood, my DNA. My grandfather was a small fleet owner, owned several trucks and even expanded to having his own repair facility. And then later on, he got out of the trucking itself because of his age, sold the trucks off and still ran the shop for a little while. So it got passed down to my dad and my uncles and then through the years and just from being around the trucks at a young age, it sticks with you, it gets in your blood. It does. It definitely does get in your blood. You get to feel it. If you walk out on the yard and you smell the diesel exhaust a little bit, it's a feel and it's one of those things. It's a career, it's a calling that is unique, it's necessary. And I can tell through your experience that you understand what the folks who are calling you are the folks that are on your board, the folks that are in this program, what they need at the moment that they need it. You can appreciate that. 
Absolutely. And no matter how big or small the question is, I know what it's like for grandpa to be leaving two o'clock in the morning, having to get in the car half asleep to take him to the truck because it's time to start his run for the night to be on the road. Even personally, I've had to leave the house and been on the truck for very important family milestones due to being in a truck driving and on the road. So I know the importance of having a connection to somebody that's at home base or back home, if you will, you can contact that you got support there that you're not on your own out there driving. I think you having that knowledge, that experience gives you the empathy. So when somebody calls with, it could be a very serious issue that they have. You're able to take a breath and understand where they're coming from, understand the options and walking them through that moment. Through your life experience, through your work experience, you can appreciate when somebody calls you and they need something. Absolutely. I've been on the other side of that phone where I needed help and support in the truck had a problem. I didn't have a direct person I could talk to or reach out to to know, hey, they're gonna be helping me. Even if I can't get a hold of somebody, I know they're taking care of it on my behalf. So I know what it's like to call from the truck and not have that person. And then kind of the backstory too of being in the truck and being around it starting small. I'm also one of those PKs, a preacher's kid. My grandfather was a pastor as well. But we grew up and we were taught the golden rule, treat others as you wanted to be treated. With that being ingrained on me and then being in the truck myself for years, knowing that I can treat others the way that I want to be treated and being a help and a support for them, it really does bring fulfillment and joy and enjoyment to what I do. Well, the thing about it is, is that you know that this is a very rewarding career. The folks that are in this program do very well. At the same time, it's trucking and it's a challenge and every day is different and you're gonna meet challenges in trucking that you might not meet in any other industry. So it's more than a career, it's really a lifestyle. Can you talk about that a little bit? It really is a lifestyle. I know in any career field, you can have your challenges, hardships, the things that you face, but trucking all together, it comes with its own unique set of situations. And also with the service coordinator role, not only are your business partner to help you keeping track of the analytical data of the way you're running your business, but also on the personal side too. We're more than just a company employee or just robots doing a job either. We're people dealing with people. And sometimes those issues that arise at the truck level and in the truck don't necessarily have anything to do with the business side or day-to-day -day operations, just frustrations that come along with life. Little things can pile up, become big issues. Just having a place to vent and talk things out just to get it off your head can make a world of difference in somebody's day. Right, because I've always said this, being around this for as long as I have and talking to as many folks who have been behind the wheel during that time, one thing that I've learned to appreciate is the fact that when you get out in the truck, there are days that a truck is pretty small the modern conveniences of the trucks, and particularly the trucks that are part of the ES program, very nice, well-appointed trucks, but it's still a fairly confined space compared to your house or whatever. And when you get out there and you have a tough day, that space gets smaller. So I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. In the truck, out of the truck, picking up loads, dropping off, delivering, dealing with terminal managers, security at gates. On top of doing all that, the individual, the owner at the truck level, not only are they doing all these things, they have a family at home. 
They have a personal life, but life happens to them just like it does everybody else. Sometimes the outside pressures can cause a stubbed toe to feel like a broke leg. One of the great things about being here and being a contact for these individuals is even if they ask something that's beyond my knowledge or scope, with the experience and knowledge and all the resources that our full team bring here, I'm assured that I can go research and get an answer and help from somebody here. But then even beyond the business, I've had people call me and they have a bad situation going on with their business that day. I'll ask them what's going on. We talk about it. And at the end of the conversation, I haven't even answered or said a word. They've just been able to vent because that truck was small. So it helped to get a little more room in the cab with them, if you will. Exactly. And you brought up a very important point that I was going to use as a follow-up. Not only are they out there driving a truck, working in the industry, they are running a business. And that's one of those things that's a little different level of trucking. That's another thing that you guys do here at ES as service coordinators on that front line and pointing them towards resources. You know that they're running a business and you're able to have business conversations with them. How rewarding is it for you to do all the things that you're doing and see people grow in that business? It's very exciting. Matter of fact, when I first started here, we started the onboarding program, the onboarding team to help all the new contractors get to know us and the motor carrier. And after a few months of doing that, seeing the first PTO rental team come through the path to ownership, transition, graduate, and get financed into their own truck. And now here we are a few years later, their truck's almost paid off, they're doing well. And it didn't start that way. They didn't know the motor carrier. They didn't really know us. Helping them through that learning curve and just being able to be a part of the support and see them succeed and now doing well is very rewarding. You just mentioned the onboarding program. Been a big part of that. That program is growing as well. It is. The leadership here at ES looked at the trends, the way contractors were coming in, just to see where we could support, where we needed to maybe add more help or shift things around to make sure people were getting the support they needed adequately. And what they noticed is that the first 90 days, that's the people getting to know us, getting to know the motor carrier, and that if we can get them as much information, help, and resources to make sure they understand the business side of the way things are ran, whether it fits for them, whether they like it or not, but if we can get them that information, make sure they get supported from the beginning, from that handoff of coming out of orientation, knowing that they have support right then, it helps them make the best informed decisions for them, for their business. Is this the path I want to follow? And if it is, I have this team here that wants to see me do well and succeed. What's the most rewarding part of your job? I would say the most rewarding part of what I do is just the day-to-day -day phone calls, getting to know people, them getting to know me, and just the joy that comes from knowing that a portion of my efforts help somebody not only have a better day that day, but then we see them down the road and they're running profitable business and they're doing well, not just in their business, but they know they have an outlet to vent to support. That in and of itself is the most rewarding thing to me to know I had a part, no matter how small, I was able to participate and help and offer support to somebody and see them succeed. How do you go about building relationships with folks in this program around the road that are the folks that you're looking after? Whether it's in the corporate world, business, or friendships, or personal, relationships are all built the same. They all take time and consistency. Just being yourself, any relationship, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes time. So that's how I like to build those relationships with the people that I get to help as they're running their business with us as a support team and making sure they know who to contact for different issues, questions. Just spend that time talking with them and helping them just consistently. As much as we're getting to know them and trying to help them and they're learning a business, they are also getting to know us on a personal level. To some extent, we're their helpmate or their team 
I would have a hard time trusting somebody that I didn't know, especially on the business side. So just spending the time talking with them, going over just a simple phone call in the middle of a week. Hey, I hadn't heard from you in a little bit. You doing okay? How are things going? Is there anything I can help you with? Because that gets back to that understanding the industry, understanding that every day is different. There can be challenges out there, spoken and unspoken. Absolutely. With our onboarding team here that we've talked about, it's amazing the conversations that can come out of a simple text message of, hey, I'm just checking on you, or a phone call. Hey, everything okay? Just want to make sure you're good. I noticed I hadn't talked to you in a while. And one of the beautiful things about this industry, and particularly working with folks in the driver's seat, is you learn something new every day. You might have been around this for 20 or 30 years, but somebody will bring something up and, man, I've never heard of that before. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that information <laughs> does come from just taking the time to have those conversations, whether it be something as small as, hey, I found this drop box for the lock keys at this terminal here. Mm -hmm. Nobody could find it, but I found <laughs> it. That may not seem like a big thing, but to anybody delivering to that terminal in the middle of the night, that's a good bit of information. I that is, because <laughs> that helps the next person. It's been a lot of fun sitting here talking to you. And again, I think what the service coordinators do at ES, being that touch point, being that voice that somebody can hear, what a neat job to have. Yeah, I love coming into work, getting to help people every day. And the security on my side of helping people is knowing that even if I don't know the answer, just like they're looking for an answer. Even if I don't know, I'm connected to a team and resources. I could put some effort in, some research, and I know I can get an answer for somebody. Discussing what I do with my wife at home. I can't remember the name of the show, but there's a show, that series we were watching one time, getting caught up on it. It was a doctor, and throughout the whole series of every season, his catchphrase was, how can I help? So talking to my wife, that's become an inside joke there. That I come to work every day, and I get to ask, how can I help? That's Alan Fisher, part of the service coordinator team at ES. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank Alan for sharing his time and perspective with us. Now, as we close out this edition of the podcast, we would like to invite you to learn more about the programs and opportunities available from ES. You can take that first step by visiting the company's website, essuccessintrucking.com. That's ES successandtrucking.com. Now, if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, or Google Podcasts, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to the Success in Trucking Podcast. Once you become a subscriber, you'll be notified whenever we post a new episode. And finally, folks, thanks for spending part of your day with us here on the Success in Trucking Podcast, powered by ES.